This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to today's episode of Tech Unmuted. Today, we're gonna to take a look at a couple of the features within Power Automate, uh, which allow you to automate various processes. You've got some ability to layer some AI capabilities and that kind of thing on top of it. Uh, I'll start out with a couple of sort of guide rails on this one. If you're listening on audio only, uh, this one may be a little, little more challenging, I'd suggest you go over to the YouTube channel and watch the video. We're gonna have a couple of things on screen to show you how to walk through different parts of Power Automate. Uh, second thing is, and we've said this over and over again, find your place, right? That's right. If you do nothing, you will be left behind. Uh, you know, there's still, you see news articles every day. I saw another one this morning around, is AI gonna take my, my job? And at the fringes, it, it will. Uh, there will be, so that the last or least productive portion of a role or an actual individual job will go away over time. Uh, so it's really on you to, to make the choices and lean in on this. Uh, and I hit one other piece before I hand it over to Sante. We've, we've been driving these initiatives for probably about six months now across initially uh, image development and uh, content development using a bunch of different tools. We've really leaned in over the last couple of months with the tools that are in Microsoft 365. In fact, we held a team meeting yesterday to run through about a dozen initiatives, uh, talk about where we're at with them from a, right. an AI standpoint and an automation standpoint. And where we're headed. Uh, correct. And that's yep. that's most important, right? The, yep. the speed at which this is changing, and we keep saying this, is something we've never seen before. So... You've got to get on board now. If not, you're going to be playing catch up six months from now or a year from now. You want to be on the ahead of the curve on this as much as you can be. So with that, I'm going to flip it over to Sante. He's got a, a number of screens he's going to share uh, to walk you through this. We'll try to keep it uh, as dialogue heavy as we can. Uh, yeah. so if you are listening just on audio only, you'll, uh, you'll be able to follow on a little bit. Uh, but again, this is one we definitely suggest you take a look on YouTube. Yeah, so this will be a little bit of a tutorial. And the reason we're choosing Power Automate is because, honestly, the goal of Power Automate is to take the information worker, that's us, you and I, right? Yep. The average, and empower them, Power Automate, empower them uh, to literally create automations without having a programming background. So yep. what I'm about to show you is for everybody. This is not for the developer. This is for the information worker. Uh, and I'm just going to give you a quick little tour to get you introduced to Power Automate just in case you haven't used it in the past. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. So when you first log in to Power Automate, um, you'll see a couple of menu options. We're going to walk through a few things here. But the first thing that I encourage people to do is to literally take advantage of the learning they have built into this Power Automate, they have tutorials, Microsoft does. And it starts off with a beginner level and there's intermediate levels and you just kind of go through these. It's a great way of getting introduced to the platform. They did a good job. Some of these are, are lengthy. 
So you have to kind of plan, hey, I'm going to do an hour today and then another hour tomorrow. But the reality is they really do help you get started with uh, uh, Power Automate. And so I highly recommend that uh, anybody who's serious about creating automations takes advantage of the free training that's available right here on the, on the homepage. All right. So we have a couple of menu options. We're not going to have time to look at everything. Okay. I want to show you a few. I'm going to show you how to create a flow or, or where to go to create a flow. Um, what are some of the templates available to you? Um, I'll show you some of the flows I've created. And then I'll show you how you can actually create a flow even from inside of Microsoft Teams. So listen, when you click on create, creating a flow um, is about taking a task, right? Taking a, a, a mundane task and adding some automation to your workflow. There's typically uh, three types of flows, okay? There's called what's called an automated flow. This is a flow that's gonna be triggered automatically. Maybe it's a flow that says, hey, when I add a file to a folder, send out this message to these people. Well, then that's gonna happen automatically, right? I don't have to do anything. I add a file to the folder, off it goes. Then you have an instant flow. An instant flow is triggered manually. So maybe it's a button that you click. Do this and it does it. And then there's a scheduled flow. So a scheduled flow is like an automated flow, but it's going to happen at a specific point in time. And so you can say, hey, I want this every Friday at 9 a.m. And so that's when it runs the flow. So those are your three types of flows. This fourth button is the one that is fascinating to me, and I encourage you all to use it. And that is the new Copilot feature inside of Power Automate. We've been talking a lot about Copilot, right? And guess what you do here, George? You describe it, and guess what it does? It designs it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> it is phenomenal, right? And we're going to so see you, that, right? We're going to see that across the entire Microsoft 365 platform. It's going to be, it's hey, be I just had a meeting. Yeah, I just had a meeting. Take the transcription. Give me the bullet points, right? Yes. Take those bullet points and dump them in the PowerPoint. Create me a PowerPoint. Hey, PowerPoint's okay. Add some graphics on yes. slide three, five, and seven <laughs> that align to the text on the slides. That's, yeah, that's dramatic. You, dramatic. You, you just You just did a, a ten second commercial for Copilot. That's exactly yep. what's going to happen. So and so, this is just a, a a taste of that. And so here, you don't have to be a designer or a developer. You can say, wait, time out. This is what I want to do, and you type it in, and Copilot will start the structure of your flow, and then you just have to tweak it. So anyway, that's how you create uh, a flow from scratch. However, as you can see down below, we have a section called start from a template. And this is just a few examples. If you actually click on template, you'll be able to see all the templates available. And trust me, there is a lot to choose from. This is where it can get a little overwhelming because there's so much already pre-built. So my best practice for you is start off with an application that's going to be part of your flow. So, for example, if part of your flow is to your, your, your end result is to post a message in Teams, then start off with Teams. You can actually type in Teams and every potential Teams related template will show up and you can kind of scroll through and find the one 
you want to use. Or and if you, as you're doing these, yeah. have you found the templates to be a better starting point, or or? Uh, so I have found the templates to be an excellent starting point. Most of my flows I have created, I use templates. The 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 describe it and design it is such a new feature that I've only used it a couple of times. And guess what? It does work. Um, yeah. I'll give you an example. Uh, there's a couple of uh, uh, email distributions that we want to have an AI model scan for any kind of negative sentiment. Well, the template here doesn't quite cut it. It gives me it gets me like halfway to that. Uh, and the reason being is I don't own the mailbox. And so it gets a little tricky because yeah. it's not under my profile. And so um, I found that if I describe, hey, I'm trying to create this for mailboxes that are that are, that are not mine and 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 why not? It kind of builds a cleaner uh, starting point for me. So that's the good news is the template is probably going to get you 80, 90 percent of what you need. It's those one offs that maybe the template doesn't quite cut it. You can use that, describe it and design it. And more than likely, you're going to get a lot closer to a solution. Um, and I, of course, I can't go through these. These there's too many here. But as yeah, you can see, as I scroll through, yeah, it, it is yeah. way too many. But you can kind of just scroll through this. And you can start seeing some of the. I mean, right away, your brain starts to <laughs> trigger ideas. For example, sometimes um, you get like a message in Outlook for a request to add something to maybe a planner. And you yeah. can do that. You can trigger something here that says, hey, when this comes in in an Outlook with this this verbiage, go ahead and create a task and planner. Sure, you still probably have to go to the task and maybe tweak it, add a date and, and, and assign people. doesn't matter, though. It just created a task for you. It's one less thing you have to do, right? Um, same thing. And that's tremendously for, helpful, right? It sort of creates of a course. to list. We'll take uh, one of these episodes. We'll take a look at Planner. We use it quite extensively. Oh, yeah, so it, we use it quite a lot. Sort of a yeah. light project management system uh, to keep track of, you know, different programs and activities and tasks and those kind of things. So um, I, I think the best thing to do here now is maybe just to show you some of the flows I created, just to give you an idea. Yeah. Um, but it, these are literally you click on these, you follow the prompts, and that's it's literally that that simple. Anybody can do this. Uh, by the way, I don't believe in no code. <laughs> it's yeah. low code for sure. Um, so if I bring you over to my flows, and this this is where all your flows will, will live, I can show you some examples uh, of some flows I've created. Um, one that uh, we're working on right now, which is it's 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 built by Power Automate, but it does have an AI component to it. Um, I'll show you that real quick here, because there is additional modules in here that are strictly AI driven. Yeah. For example, we're working on a on a card reader, and I'm going to just click edit, just to give an idea of how this works. What's a card reader? Well, you go to an event, you meet somebody, they give you a card, you want to be able to scan that card, and have the 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 contact created in a in a database, and then maybe eventually shared to Salesforce, right? So this is something that I'm actually in the middle of creating. Um, I am I am about ninety percent done with this flow. We've done some testing; it works great. What we're trying to do now is we're trying to add an additional layer, which is adding the Salesforce piece. But let me just show you what I did. So I asked, I asked basically the uh, the uh, the platform, when I create a file, I want the AI to read it 
and then create a new row, a new role in our in our dataverse, which is our database. So here, I'll expand these real quick. And as they expand, you're going to see how easy it is. A lot of this stuff gets already uh, pre-populated, by the way. Um, so the one I had to fill in was I had to fill in which folder is it going to scan. And so I created a very specific folder on OneDrive because this is the OneDrive logo here. It's called AI slash business reader, right? And so any image that gets saved into this particular uh, folder, the AI scans. He's scanning for the content, right? And then when it finds and extrapolates the content, it knows it's using what's called the business card model and knows, okay, this is first name, last name, title, address, email, I got it. And yep. it drops that information that it just scanned into our table using dynamic data. If you're wondering, well, how do I fill this out or how do I know what to choose? Very simple, look, I'm gonna click in this field. And it takes about a second for the dynamic menu to pop up. And then you basically are choosing, if I want the address, I'm gonna find the address line uh, that corresponds and drop it into this field. It's dynamic and there's nothing that you have to do. The code itself is already predetermined here. So you just, you're just selecting the fields that it wants you wanted to populate in this form. And that's it. Literally, if we were to scan, take a picture of an image right now and add it to that folder, it will scan it and create a new contact, all right, um, in the dataverse. Now, we wanna take this further. I want to add a new step, okay? What's the new step I wanna add? Well, I wanna be able to literally take that data that we just created and maybe create a new record in Salesforce, right? So I'm going to show you how easy it is to create this flow. I'm going to type in Salesforce. Here are all your Salesforce connectors, and this is the one I want. I want to create a record. And so I would choose this. It will add it to my flow, and all I need now is to sign in with my Salesforce credentials and follow the prompts. Next thing you know, it takes that data, connects it to Salesforce, creates a new contact. So we just automated a process that even if you have a, a physical card reader, you still have to like manipulate the data or, it, ex or it, it ends up in like an Excel spreadsheet or something. Yeah, but that's no good to you. This is going straight into our dataverse, our database, right? That's what this role is. This is the dataverse, Microsoft dataverse. And then it's taking that data and sharing it across to another platform, which is salesforce.com. So anyway, uh, I'm just are, how I mean, there's commercial platforms that do this kind of stuff, Absolutely. right? But the, the beauty Absolutely. of this is you're doing this within teams, right? You're Inside. doing it in a way that's visible to everybody else on the team. You're creating a flow effectively for free, right? There's a cost to the 365 platform, but uh, effectively, this is a free flow we're creating with some existing APIs into, into Salesforce, uh, and we get a huge productivity hack out of this. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to show you just one more flow here uh, that I created. This one is a simple one. It, basically, we have a, a folder uh, uh, that's called global availability. We have another one called land expand Microsoft. And all I want to do is if I add something to this folder, I want it to send out an email. That's it, right? So if I add a new content to it, so I'll pick global availability as, a, as an example. I'm going to click edit just to show you the flow. 
And so what's what's involved here? Well, SharePoint's involved because that's where the that's where the folder lives, right? So I have SharePoint involved. I have Outlook involved because it has to send out an email. And so by the way, I, I created these from templates. So I both of these were started off as a template. Uh, the ones I just showed you. Uh, and so basically this is the flow. It creates it for you. Um, I'm going to expand these boxes because sometimes it's just easier to understand what's going on when we expand the boxes. It's very is simple. This, is this going to send emails as if it's you? Is this the way this one works? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So that, and I'm going to show you what, what, how that, how it does that. You enter the, the, the site. In this case, we're talking about our marketing site, right? So that's, that's our marketing site on SharePoint. And then I enter the exact specific folder that I'm referring to. And this folder lives under a library called Solution Marketing Library, and the folder is called 7-Global Availability. So that's this is this is the folder. So now, when I add something, see what it says here, when I create a file inside of this folder, it takes my profile, right? So it takes my email address, my information, and it sends an email to this distribution list, and it literally uses dynamic data. It says, hey, it gives you the name of the file automatically, right? Because it's dynamic. This file has been added. The rest is just some uh, HTML codes, right? So I have an image source that shows a nice banner and then the actual message. You can do this without the HTML. By clicking this button, you can do it inside of the, you know, like like a like a like a, a word editor, right? Just but because I want to add, yep. yeah, yeah. But I want to add specific images and whatnot, so I did an HTML, and that's it. You save it. I go out a file. Automatically, everybody receives an email. It's one less task I have to do now. And so yeah. this is what we're referring to. Anyway, I'm going to show you one last thing. I'm going to switch applications. So let me just close this window and switch to Teams. All right, so now I'm in Teams and um, I'm here in a conversation I'm having with a, a group of team members. Uh, bottom line is there's an I want to create an action in this in this this conversation. And so what I do is I come here, I click on the three dots that's here. Um, I get this menu that says more actions. And at the bottom of the menu, it says create a new action. Well, guess what this does? It opens up. Anybody guess? Power Automate inside of Teams. So now it gives you some of the most common templates used in these scenarios. So for example, I can do a follow-up message or I can schedule a reply. Look at that one, that's great. Because maybe yeah. you wanna reply, but there's there's a, a specific time that you wanna reply in and you can just automate that now. Um, so you can do this right from inside Teams. I, you know, look at this one. Based on that message, I can create a planner task. This was this is awesome right here because yeah. we use planner so much. So it could be that that the message contained information that to me is is something that requires a new task inside of one of our planners we can do that right here uh and so that's where where this really shines is when it when you see the the amount of functionality that you get right from power automate inside of microsoft teams for example and so that is you know power automate at a very high level uh george i know you've seen some of this before but um, not sure if you if you knew that you could actually create an automation right inside of Teams. 
I, I didn't actually. Now that's that's huge, right? Especially again, we use Planner constantly, and we'll yep. we'll take a look at that on one of these episodes. But it's it's been a huge uh, factor in us being able to stay on top of projects and sort of keep things moving forward and provide visibility, right? So even being able to provide another layer of reporting on top of that potentially would be helpful as well at some point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So anyway, um, you know, we just wanted to give you all a little bit of tutorial and a, a bit of an exposure to the Power Platform. Uh, this is only one application in the Power Platform. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff. There's Power Apps, there's Power Virtual Agents, there's Power Pages, there's Power BI, but anything that starts with the word power <laughs> in the Microsoft uh, world is meant for you, not for the developers. Yep. It's meant it's meant for the information worker. It's meant for you to make your life and your workflows a lot more efficient. Um, and I'm telling you, you can do great things. I have a lot of flows I'm working on uh, and there'll be more. But anyway, uh, this has brought this particular podcast to an end again. I hate this part, George. I really <laughs> do because I love talking about this stuff. But we do have to bring this podcast to an end. Let me just take this moment to remind you. Please, please subscribe on your favorite podcast uh, platform to Tech Unmuted. That way you don't miss a single episode because we're going to have a lot more content coming your way. But until next time, remember this, stay connected. Visit fusionconnect.com slash techunmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.